Hello there. My name is Stuart Fernie, and I want to welcome you to my series of reflections on characters and themes in some of my favourite films. I will also present thoughts on a handful of literary works, and there may be the odd vaguely philosophical piece as well. On this occasion, I'll be discussing the place of acting in society and personal identity. The question of acting in society is one that has been treated in some notable French productions, such as Les Enfants du Paradis, which also explores love, morality and responsibility, and Keen, which explores a place of acting in the nature of social interplay. But also Le Misanthrope, which investigates the consequences of refusing to act in society, and more recently Oui Mais, which invites viewers to consider the way in which we all seek to manipulate others. As I thought more about this question of acting in society, by which I mean the ways in which we adapt our manner, tone and attitude to suit the circumstances and company in which we find ourselves, it struck me that it is quite difficult to think of a time or occasion when we do not act, at least to some degree. How often are we completely open and unguarded in our dealings with others? Do we not often consider what we say and how we say it in order to protect ourselves or consider others? Do we not adopt certain attitudes or even personas when dealing with different people, altering vocabulary and tone to suit different situations and to adapt to our perceptions of others? Surely we adapt our behaviour and gauge what we do and say to suit our purpose. In some situations we adopt an attitude of appeasement, while in others we may be aggressive. We may be reasonable or determined, frank or manipulative. All depends on our circumstances and the people we are dealing with. But the point is, we modify our conduct and speech, and so, in a sense, we act. When addressing people, we take account of a whole gamut of factors which reflect socialisation, culture, religion, confidence, faith, purpose and sensitivity, protecting ourselves and or others by choosing our words and tone with care. All of this begs questions about identity, and the extent to which socialisation affects or even creates that identity. In the film The Matrix, Neil's every move and reaction are tracked and fed into a programme through which everyone's moves and reactions are monitored, and are subtly influenced or directed by way of meetings and exchanges of ideas. In fact, it could be argued that society is not so far removed from the science fiction world of The Matrix, as individuals are profoundly influenced, pressured and socialised by other individuals around them, whose positions, feelings and ambitions we are encouraged to take into account as we deal with them. Although we all desire freedom and independence, we are all, somewhat paradoxically, social creatures and are dependent on one another for contact, education, care, entertainment and especially productivity. In terms of professionalism at work, one is expected to conduct oneself in a certain manner. Essentially, one fulfils a role which should not necessarily be impinged by personal feelings, conflict or questions. This may even extend to being forced to apply policies one finds lacking, unreasonable or unacceptable, but defiance of which would cost valuable employment. Again, in a sense, we act. Imagine the consequences if an individual did not take others into account and behaved in a selfish or arrogant manner to the detriment of others. Might he or she not be considered bizarre or even a deviant and be rejected by society? Or might he or she be considered a leader? This may well depend on the degree of deviant behaviour and the consequences for others. Success in society is essentially about balance. Most of us want to feel valued and validated. But to have value, the I or the individual must have a degree of confidence, self-respect and ambition, 
Yet, he or she must also display a level of sensitivity and social consideration towards others and compliance in the workplace. If the ego is too strong and refuses to recognise the needs and position of others, the result is likely to be rejection and failure. Yet, if there is a lack of confidence, self-respect and ambition in the individual, this may lead to over-compliance to others who are willing to assert themselves, and perhaps even mental health problems. In order to cope with some of the stresses which can result from daily life, some may even resort to adopting a persona, distancing themselves from direct and open contact with others by adopting a set of desired and considered responses they would like to produce by nature. And with time, this persona may even become the norm. After all, was it not Aristotle who pointed out that we are what we do habitually? So if we set out to adopt habits, we will eventually become that which we do habitually. Of course, there are those who act consciously, deliberately and professionally, and they also have a role in society. Authors and actors may work to distill, capture and encapsulate human experience, emotion, ambition, fulfilment, morality, religion, social pressure, respect, etc. And at their best, these authors and actors help us recognise human nature and characteristics, revealing the workings of the human mind and the workings of the society we unite to create. Artists of this type can achieve their aims while being entertaining, thrilling and amusing, or while inviting us to reflect on ourselves. My thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you found it of some value. Please join me again soon for discussion of more films and books.